I just came by to stir your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. I'm Regina. And I am Christine. Today's guest is someone that I feel a very special bond with. I mean, like, we meet a lot of people when we were, like, filming on shoots, but I felt like this guest was the first person that actually understood my humor. This guest really, really appreciates me. Let me just tell you, mystery guest, that she says that about everyone. Excuse you. No, no. Specifically about her. (laughs) If you listen to our past episodes with guests, she always says, Oh my God, so special. The special guest. We have a special bond. No, but I feel like a comedic bond with this guest today. Okay, good for you. (laughs) I don't. I am the exact opposite. I have no bond with this person. We've been sitting here just staring at each other. (laughs) Let me put a disclaimer first. If you can't tell already, this will be a very sarcastic episode (laughs) just because, ew, okay, the three of our humors is, this is just how we communicate. And I think this is why we all get along so well. It's like heightened when the three of us are together too. (laughs) We just don't want to introduce our guest. I don't know if you guys are ready for this episode. She's making barfing faces at me. Okay, you introduce yourself. Myself? (laughs) I feel like the other episodes I've listened to, you have this like really beautiful, like (laughs) very complimentary intro for your guests. So I've just been like sitting here waiting to hear all of my accolades. (laughs) All right. Since I've done all of the intros and you have such a special connection with Amy, why don't you do the intro, Regina? So we met Amy, uh, I don't even know how long ago Just now. skip that. Who, who cares? Okay. <laughs> no one cares. Okay. Well, Amy right now. Oh, so. <laughs> you guys, this is the worst. Why am I here? Just say one nice thing. Just one. That's all I want. Um, also, you guys, you haven't even like said my full name. Like, oh. <laughs> like it could be Amy Poehler. You keep saying it's she's funny. Like, people are going to get excited. Wait, it's just going to be me. Wait, you're not Amy Poehler? Oh, I don't no, want to do am. this episode anymore. <laughs> okay, so this is Amy Akuda. Yeah, we make her cheer for herself. I know. <laughs> is that your intro or do you want me to take over? Okay, so Amy is... <laughs> can't do this hurry up <laughs> okay no then christine i can't do it please christine <laughs> remember that special bond we supposedly have <laughs> so i met amy a long time ago and can i speak during my own intro no or? so throughout the years we've gotten to know amy really well and just like regina said there's nobody on this planet other than regina and amy who i can be like this with and When I say be like this with, I mean like the mean, sarcastic Christine. But it's hilarious. It's like funny because I'm a hilarious human being. Yeah, we're both making faces right now. (laughs) Is this my intro or your intro? It's my intro. (laughs) I just wanted to clear that up. I'm still talking. Regina and I haven't been able to show that side of ourselves fully because, you know, we're trying to be like really inspirational and stuff. You can't really do that when you're being mean to each other. So I think with Amy, with Amy, it's, it's hilarious. We don't take each other seriously, but then yet we do. So not a lot of people have that balance. Anyways, I love Amy. Let me just say, Amy Akuda is one of my most favorite people on this planet. I've like never really met someone like Amy who just at the same 
same time it makes me laugh but then in half a second we could be talking about something super serious and if you guys don't follow her already you guys should because she's hilarious and she's also on a new show called atypical on, on netflix, netflix. Woo. so amy is an actress and she has been acting for a really long time kind of long yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. This is a really intellectual conversation we're yeah, having. Yeah, this is I know. <laughs> Congratulations on Atypical. Thank you. Thanks. I, yeah, we just got picked up for season two too. So it's very exciting. Oh my Yay. gosh. Incredible. They actually want you back. Uh, they actually want me back. Well, why don't you tell a little bit about the show? So Atypical is about a eighteen year old boy named Sam who is on the spectrum. He has autism. And it's just about his life and he wants to gain more independence and how his condition affects his family, which is really cool because everybody kind of has their own journey and path. It's not just about Sam. And then I play his therapist. Yeah. 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 We're so excited to have you. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) Today, we wanted to talk about confidence. I chose this topic because from the outside, seeing Amy, she seems like someone who has a lot of confidence because she just says whatever she wants to say. And I also feel that way with Regina. From the outside, it looks like Regina's life is very put together. She's in New York. She's taking fancy photos. She's working a corporate job. Swimming with pigs. You need to give context to that. You You know what gives you confidence? Pigs. Regina travels a lot. And on her Instagram, I saw her on this beautiful beach with like straight up pigs. And I was like, I want to go there. So going back to the point of things. So from the outside, I feel like that's what confidence looks like. I guess, swimming with pigs. Yeah, it's on the checklist. Yeah, it's all stuff that looks like confidence. And I really want to dive into what's the real story behind that. Are you guys confident? What are some things that it's fake confidence? I was just telling them I hate the term faking it until you make it. And I feel like that's what you're taught to do, especially in your 20s when you're getting into adulting world. It's like, oh, you don't know, but fake it like you do. So therefore, you have to walk around with this fake sense of confidence. And does it work for you guys? And when do you guys implement that? And then when are other times where you're just like, I'm such a faker? I've been like dying to say this. I think it's hilarious that you think that I'm super confident. Well, I know you're not super confident. That's why I picked this episode for you. Wait, but you just said that you seem really confident. Yeah, you. D- but I know you now. Oh, okay, I get, I get it. Okay, okay. But I think it's hilarious because, yes, I don't. My family, like, believes in me a lot and they're very supportive. But, like, the one thing that they always say is, like, you just need to be more confident. You know, that's, like, the thing that's standing in my way in their opinion. Interesting. I feel like a part of me is confident and a part of me is not. The part of me that's confident, I'm very appreciative of what I have. I'm happy with what I have. But then I don't think what I have is like all that, Mm. but I'm okay with it. When you say what you have, are you talking about personality traits? everything, like looks. I know I'm not the prettiest girl in the room. I know I'm not like the smartest person in the room, but I feel okay with that. But I think maybe I feel okay with that because of the things that are around me. Like I like my family and like my family's not perfect either, but I like what I have. Right. You know, I'm like, I love my fiance. Mm. I love my friends. Like I'm very close. I don't have like a thousand friends like I'm not like the most social person but I like the few friends that I have so I feel like in that way I'm very confident I'm content that's kind of like the word that comes to my mind is Mm. I'm very content obviously like I always want to strive to be better but I don't ever like think oh my god I wish I was prettier or like oh my god I wish you know I was just like better have you 
never thought that or if you've come a long way to get to this point? I mean, obviously it's a journey and I think it's still a journey, but I've always just been the type that wasn't good at something, but I was really good at working hard. Mm. You know, I played sports growing up and I was really small and I wasn't that strong, but I worked really hard and I ended up being like a pretty decent basketball player, even with school. Like my sister was just very naturally smart. She never studied or anything, but she always got really good grades. I was like, I had to study. I'm confident in my ability to work hard because I know that I'm not that great at anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I, <laughs> Does that make sense? That's the scariest cackle in my life. <laughs> um, no, I completely identify with what you're saying because, I mean, spoiler alert, that's basically the end message, right? To find real substance in yourself in order to have real self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just faking it. You know, because I mean, you touched upon how your family telling you just have more self-confidence. So there's parts of you that you don't have that confidence. But the things that you do, it's because you've earned it. You know what it took in order to land that role or to get that grade or to just like have a better family life. It's You put in work for that. It's not yep. just like it was handed to you. I feel like some of the traits that people associate with self-confidence is speaking up being opinionated, taking risks, not letting the fear of something stop you from doing it. Which of those things do you feel like you exhibit? I don't think I speak up. I disagree. (laughs) But like, I don't think I speak up in the way of like, I don't know if there was like a tough situation at work. I don't know if I would like stand up for myself. You wouldn't? I don't know if I would. Would you stand up for somebody else? Yes. And I always did. The things I feel like you guys talk about that you think make me look confident. It's just humor. Right. I feel like there's a difference between being like open enough to like make jokes and versus saying something that actually might affect someone or mean something or standing up for yourself. Yeah, I can I can see that. Like, because I feel like I also use humor as my way of either bonding with people or just making people think like, oh, if I can get everybody in the room to laugh, then I'm helping it bond them in some way. So that's what I always looked to humor as like that was my buffer Mm -hmm. to get everybody either on the same page or get everybody like listening to me well i think that's leading into my next question which is why the three of us get along so well together and you know i'll just speak for myself first where the sarcastic humor i know it comes from a place of Mm self-defense but also i'm Mm self-aware right yeah yeah Yeah. so you say that before anybody (laughs) else says that about you and then it's a joke now it seems like it could be confidence where it's like oh christine just she says all these things and she like totally made fun of herself so she must like yeah she must she doesn't care care. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but then i do care about certain things like not all my humor is based off of that but there's i mean we all have insecurities yeah Mm -hmm. i think there's truth to that i mean is that why you guys are jerks (laughs) because we hate ourselves because we hate ourselves so we need to turn them into jokes so that other people think we're funny i mean i can definitely speak to that i feel like humor was my quote-unquote strength a lot of my friends were always smarter prettier and that's how i always viewed them and so i was like one of the things that i feel like i'm better at is being funny and then using that to like build personal relationships so you think you're funny i think i'm hilarious (laughs) so you're you're confident you're confident in your humor that's really sweet that's cute i'm happy for you (laughs) her laughs are actually laughs of pain i know i'm like oh my god they don't think she's actually crying right now i know well what about you amy i mean i think People use humor, one, as a defense mechanism a lot. I feel like sometimes I do. 
but also like a nice way to ease into tougher topics, mm. but without being too sappy. Yeah. And I think it's like a good way to bond with people. Like yeah. if you're just meeting someone and you're trying to be friends with them or trying to get them to agree with you, the best way to kind of ease into that is by making some dumb jokes. <laughs> yeah. But your statement right there, it's revealing in the sense that using humor to get them to agree with you and to accept you, right? So that is coming from a place of insecurity and fear. And our way is putting down the walls with our humor. Everyone puts down their walls with that, right? See, that's what I find interesting. So us, by doing that, we have confidence in that we can do that. But it's also coming from a place where there's real insecurity rooted in where it comes from. Well, because it's not super black and white, right? It's not like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm either a confident person or a not confident person. I think everybody has like parts of themselves that they're confident in. And then there's parts of yourself that you're not so confident in i'm setting it up for the next question okay sorry i was just like i just didn't know like so yeah moving on what do you think you're insecure about (laughs) (laughs) you're so annoying (laughs) so real talk though like where do you guys think this insecurity stems from what are the things that you guys aren't confident in If I like think back to my childhood and growing up, I think that my parents gave me a lot of confidence. It was actually me going out into the real world and then having my own Mm self-doubt. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like taught to me. It was like I taught myself that. Yeah. Really pinpointing it for me, where I lost confidence in a lot of areas in my life was because I lost the fun in what it really was. I missed the point of why we're doing what we're doing. I think when you let like other people decide for you if you're good enough or not then that that's where it all goes downhill Mm -hmm. with acting it's really hard though basically your entire career is based on somebody else being like you're good enough like you need that outside approval so much and also you're comparing yourself to other people like so many outside factors come in and becomes very not about you anymore So like, it doesn't really matter if you did all the homework and you have all your lines memorized and you do a really good job or whatever. It doesn't even matter anymore because I don't know, like you had the wrong hair color. Yeah. Or like something Mm. completely unknown and not in your control. How long did it take you to get into this like mind space? It, I mean, I think it's literally the last like year or two only because I actually started working more that I was Mm. able to, which is like stupid, right? Because it's like. Yeah, like I gained confidence, but it was because of other people's approval. (laughs) When we're just now talking, oh, you can't let other people like dictate your confidence or whatever. But I think what ruined my confidence the most in the beginning when I started auditioning and stuff is comparing yourself to other people, which is really, really a terrible path to go on. Is it true that when you walk into like an audition, everybody in the room just looks like you? Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, for sure. Because in the beginning of my career, I was only going out for things that were written specifically for Asian girls. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of put in that box. Then literally, like you would see the same faces all the time. They all look like you. We all kind of know each other. You know their names now. So you're looking them up on Instagram and looking them up on IMDb. And they have better agents than you. And they have better managers than you. And they have more credits than you. And it's just like a shitty, shitty rabbit hole that you could go down on. And And then... She lands the role. Yeah, and then she gets the mm. role. And then you just literally want to curl up in a ball and cry. 
it's so crazy too that you can literally see like if I you know go in for a job interview and someone else gets it I'm not watching mm-hmm. them on Instagram or you know promoting this project that could have potentially yeah. been yours yeah. then it's really easy to dissect what is the difference between what she has and what you don't have for sure you see the exact performance you're like oh she did it like that and it's not even like oh that was just their taste or whatever you just start to think oh it's because that was better and I just didn't do it the right way. And also, it's just a lot of different factors where the way that she looks, her presence, and maybe her self-confidence. Yeah, exactly. So all those things play into losing self-confidence. Yeah, I think that, I think that comparison has been my like, biggest enemy in terms of confidence. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I think it's so much easier now because of social media, right? I'm sure you look through anyone's photos and you're like oh my god yeah like i think that if i were to take social media out of it like i think i would be a very content person i love my friends that i have i don't have a ton of friends but i have people that i know that i can rely on no matter what and i feel like that's something that has really helped me build my confidence well to me like i grew up without social media and i still had low self-confidence as much as i want to say that yeah now it's more in your face having low self-confidence always existed before social media yeah true so For me, I'm just putting myself in a place where I still have low confidence in a lot of areas where I can't accept compliments. Mm. Like, I was just talking about it with Jen from Head to Toe, and it makes me feel fake because I don't believe that about myself. So even when Jack says, oh, you're beautiful, I'm like, no, I I, I can't accept it because I'm like, that's not, I don't think I am. I've never once asked for a promotion. I never once asked for a raise. I just been given it. <laughs> oh know? my god! Uh, <laughs> but that, that I think that's a real Asian in me because mm-hmm. I was gonna parents, say like let your work speak for itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which the thing is like that's how I always felt too. And I remember even going into the company that I work at now, I was very naive and I went into it thinking like, oh yeah, my work will speak for itself. And it didn't take long for me to realize like, oh, okay, it's really not. And going through the whole process of asking for a promotion, asking for a raise, it was the most nerve wracking, terrifying experience of my life because I didn't want to seem, you know, passive. The Asian girl who didn't speak up for herself because then I'd be fitting into that exact stereotype that we're put under. But then I also didn't want to come off as too persistent and too annoying or too obsessive over numbers and titles. And so it was like trying to balance this fine line. I mean, I was fortunate enough to have people tell me like what they thought I deserved because I don't think I would have been able to come up with that number or that title on my own. I would have just been like, oh, I guess like this is just where I am. And so to me, yeah, you know, we went into the whole thing where it's like, oh, don't, you know, listen to what other people say. But the people who truly care about you, who are rooting for you and who want you to win, those are the people who will try to uplift you. So I think with Christine, with you, I see this in you too. Like, I think there are a lot of things that you don't own up to. Like you kind of just let slide like everything to you you're just like oh well anybody can do this but not everyone can the stuff that you used to do on set the way that you got everybody to get together the camaraderie you i mean you used humor to bond everyone but at the end of the day people were bonded because of all the hard work that you put in and i don't think you understand that i think that you just think like oh any set everybody's just gonna get along like that it's like no it took a lot of hard work of you communicating you prepping that aura for people to feel comfortable to be themselves 
And then that's what really allowed that camaraderie on set. My first instinct was to make a joke. I was already like, oh my God, I know, right? <laughs> you know, I'm like so fabulous. And then I thought about the irony of what we're saying right now. <laughs> and it, yeah, even when you say that, I I mean, thank you for saying that. I, it, it does really mean a lot. And it, I'm at this point where it's trying to accept that. Let myself acknowledge certain traits that are special to me. And that's kind of where I'm at mm-hmm. with self-confidence. Because I thought confidence was measured. And this is a theme with my life. You can tell by all the past episodes. My confidence was measured by looking at other people and what they're good at. And because I'm not good at that, therefore mm-hmm. I suck. But we're missing the point. The point is looking at what you are good at. So stuff like being a good conversationalist, being able to find the humor in things, being relatable and having people open up to you and having a good relationship with your sister and your mom. Like those are things that we're not taught that we're supposed to to be proud of. To celebrate, yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. because it's just like, well, yeah, you're supposed to, right? The idea is to have a good relationship with your family. But not everyone has that. Like watching your show Atypical, like there's a lot of people who struggle with basic, we think it's basic, but it's like those are traits to somebody, you know? So whoever may be more intelligent, they may not be as skilled in social cues as you. Everybody has their individual strengths, but at the same time, everybody's so busy comparing themselves to everyone else, they don't see that in themselves. And I think that that's where you can get into the downward spiral of not being confident because you're focused on all of the bad and not focusing on the good. Well, see, that's the common way of describing it that I could never really identify with because I'm so concentrated on those specific traits. Like, isn't it odd that the three of us all said we're not the smartest, nor the prettiest, or the most talented, right? Those are the three traits that the the three of us identify as what we put on a pedestal. And those are things that we're taught. Yes, being smart means you, that means you have confidence. You have the right to have confidence about that. But then being smart is also measured by like a test Mm -hmm. system that our culture Mm -hmm. created, like multiple choice and essays. Like that's the format in which we are measured how smart we are. So I totally agree with you. Everything is, I think it's very cultural and it's very, it's something that we have to learn. Like a baby doesn't come out thinking like, oh my God, my belly is so big, you know, like I'm fat or like, oh, I'm like, I have less hair than the baby next to me. Like no one thinks, I mean, maybe they are, but I don't know. (laughs) They're like, ew, that's a really ugly baby. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, like my belly button core didn't get cut as nicely as the baby next to me. Oh, you're an innie, I'm an outie. Yeah, I'm an outie. You know, like no one does that. I feel like it's like something that happens as you get older. Yeah. It's all those very similar traits that society deems is what we should all care about and strive to be. Like, it's so crazy, too. If you look at, like, the whole Eastern culture of just, like, Asia, Southeast Asia, everything, they, like, look to Western culture and they're like, oh, that's what beauty is. But in in no way are we ever going to look like that. And yet that's, like, at which they hold their beauty standards towards. Yeah. If you really think about it and you break it down, it sounds ridiculous, right? What I realize is redefining our own mentality and understanding what is of real value. And that's, spoiler, Amy revealed like how you build true self-confidence in the beginning, which is why, yeah, you listen to your own voice of what really is valuable to you. Did I say that? Yeah, you said that in like in the first Fuck two yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Amy, so you're smart. so smart. You're so oh my God. smart. You're welcome for being on this podcast. Yeah, and I also wonder, like, you know how you were like, 
I always downplay everything, you know, even what I've accomplished. Or if you get a compliment, you're like, whatever. I do that too. Every time Mitchell's like, oh my God, you look pretty. I literally slap him. I physically hurt him. So he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, I love that dress on you. And then he'll kind of like scurry away, like, because he's afraid that I'm going to like hit him. Um, You've conditioned your boyfriend to be afraid of giving you compliments. Yeah. And like, I've had a casting director yell at me because she was looking at my resume. She's like, oh my God, these are great shows that you've been on. And I was like, oh yeah. And she's like, why aren't you more proud of it? You know, it's hard to work in this town. Like, why aren't you proud of your work? And I was like, whoa, lady. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm like unhappy about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not going to be like, yeah, oh, you just, it's so great. It's I, so incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's a cultural thing though, right? It like, is. But I feel this like cultural, polite thing that we're taught to do every time you do it. I feel like shaves away at your confidence, even though that's not really the reason why we're taught that, you know, like no one teaches us to be polite and not too boastful because they want you to like hate yourselves. Mm -hmm. It totally chips away at your confidence. I feel like every time you don't take a compliment, you're losing out on something that could make you feel good. A thousand percent. Yeah. And then even and in work settings too, if you don't know how to own up to the work that you do, then people will start like discrediting you. Bosses, teachers, whatever, they'll be like, oh, well, she didn't even think that she did that good of a job maybe like I had the wrong opinion on it and like I've gone through that so many times where someone will come up to me be like oh you did a really great job I was like oh it's nothing it was easy and I think that actually made it even more difficult when I was like oh well I deserve a promotion because ABC they're like wait I thought that was super easy for you so it's like you're discrediting yourself and then it ends up working against you we're not saying you know go out and just act like you know everything but don't we all know the person who's not oh my god never do like really good work or anything but they're like so charming and they're like oh my god I'm so cool and so smart and everyone falls for it and then you're just like looking around the room and you're like uh hello am I like in the twilight zone or I think that is literally the epitome of fake it till you make it kind of yeah there's so many people at work that I like don't know how you have a job right now because you don't do anything but they're charmers they know exactly what to say when to say it that's what I mean by fake confidence Maybe there's some people out there who are like, oh, I don't have a problem with confidence, but you really have to look inside yourself and be like, is that real confidence or is it fake confidence? Because if you can trace it back to, well, I'm actually insecure about it, then you're faking it. And that's why the insecurity develops because we all have to walk around pretending like we have our lives together. Like, oh my God, this is so natural. Be envious of me. Hire me. This is why you want to be my friend. You know, we all have to walk around feeling like we have to sell ourselves, especially now, buy into this image. But then that's where insecurity festers because we know we're not really like that. And I agree with Amy where every time we reject a compliment or we don't accept it, not only are we shaving away developing confidence, but we're also shaving away parts of ourselves because that's natural to you. Something that you did well and someone's complimenting you, you also worked hard for it. There's some people that don't work hard for it or they just don't have that same drive or ambition. If you have the ambition, you have that drive. You should embrace that. Then do something with it. Work hard for it. The fake confidence comes from when you think you have it, but you don't have the experience nor the knowledge. You don't put in the work for it and you walk around like you did. You know, I think that's where our minds go to, where we don't want to be that person. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's this article that I was reading that was like, incompetent people don't understand how incompetent they are. Like, they have more <laughs> confidence, actually. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, because then they think like, oh, well, I don't know how good everyone else is, but I think I'm pretty good. So then they just have this fake confidence. I definitely have a lot of fake confidence. I don't know. I, I think that my like fake confidence is because I want people to take me seriously. Mm-hmm. And so in order... <laughs> I said that very confidently. I think that is your thing. You definitely... I, And that's because you have always been the younger person in the yeah. room. Yeah. And you have to act like an adult around other people in the room. So you have to talk like you know what you're talking about. You have to talk like you have the experience. But to be honest, experience comes with age too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't worry, Regina. You'll get old real fast. I know. You're already 26. You're pretty much almost You're dead. not that young anymore. Oh, like, no. let's not get around. The fact that everybody always thinks of me as the younger one, I also feel the need to, like, overcompensate to be like, no, 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 I'm as knowledgeable as you guys. Like, no, 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 I'm as cool as you guys. But then I think that's the part where you have to embrace and recognize that that's false confidence. Yeah. You don't have to have the answers that we do because you haven't gone through that in life yet. I think that's why I was always afraid to speak up because I didn't want someone to think I was an idiot. So I would just like observe until I felt like, oh, if I enter in one comment here, it'll seem like I totally know what I'm talking about. Oh, I do that all the time. But then sometimes I pass that moment of when I could have said something and then I end up staying silent for the entire meeting. Like that happens a lot where I'll be like, oh, I should ask this question that'll make me sound really smart and then that moment will either pass or someone else will get to it before I did because I didn't have the confidence in myself to be like oh is that a smart question or a dumb question mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to be the person in the room that always deferred to other people yeah like oh they would know better even though I had the experience and what they're saying contradicts with what I know because like this is my job. I know that that's not going to work out the way you said. But then because that person says it in a more confident way, I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. okay yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, sounds, makes that sense. sounds right. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then yeah. it plays out. And then yeah. I actually put the whole project at a disadvantage because I didn't speak up. Because I knew that was going to happen. But then I was like, oh, wait, maybe he knows something that I don't know. Yeah, totally. We don't need sound on a scene with eight pages of dialogue. <laughs> yeah, totally. What he said. So to wrap it up, Amy, do you have any advice not only for people who are listening, but even for yourself, people who are dealing with finding self-confidence. What have you learned thus far? From this podcast? Nothing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and the episode is over. Goodbye, Amy. It was so great to have you. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, I feel like I need advice. Okay. The loudly confident people, I feel like, are mostly the fake confident people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. They're overcompensating. Yeah, they're kind of overcompensating. Or this is what I observe. And the people who are, like, actually, truly confident on the inside, they're not loud about it. Mm. They're subtle. They're very subtle. And they're just, like, sure. In them. They're very grounded. They're just sure in themselves. And they don't need to, like, blast it out to everybody. Because they have nothing to prove. They have nothing to prove. Yeah. Yes. I've been around people where you just feel that. And the way they yeah. talk, yes. their energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't feel the need to like brag about what projects they've been working on or what yeah. shows they're doing now. Like you can just feel their confidence in themselves. I want to be that person. They understand themselves. They know what they know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the stuff that they don't know, they're not going to speak up. They're like there to learn. If Amy's saying something that I don't know, I'm not going to be like, well, Amy, I read on Wikipedia that blah, 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 right? It's just like, Great oh. Great source, Christine. I know everything. Stay Wikipedia. on Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia is so reliable. (laughs) And in other things where they feel the need to speak up, it's because it's true to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really think that self-confidence comes from the place of accepting that you just don't know everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like my best advice that I can give about 
self-confidence is walking into the room knowing that you're not better than everyone else. No, I totally agree with you. I think kind of the theme that we kept talking about is like comparing yourself to other people, getting approval from other people, and that's what chips away at our self-confidence. And I think I feel the happiest and most confident when I'm grateful and happy with what I currently have. When I'm not so looking for the next thing or when I'm not focused on what everyone else is doing, Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring it back to acting again, not what all these projects that other girls are booking that I'm not. Or when I'm not striving for something that I think I should be doing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing what I want to be doing. Like this year, I didn't work that much after Atypical, but I got engaged and I'm like working on this house and like there were part of me that I was like oh my god all my other castmates are working and they're like filming something else why am I not but then I was really happy living my life Mm -hmm. you know and not being so focused on what is going on outside my world yeah you're doing what you like doing if you're happy then who the fuck cares right like what everyone's doing at the end of the day when you're like dying are you really gonna be like oh how many followers do i have (laughs) yeah or like oh my god i didn't book that one job am i really gonna be thinking about that hopefully not i mean if i am (laughs) my life my life sucks you know like No, it is being grounded and staying in the moment. Because I think when you think two steps ahead, you don't know the answer to that. So why are you wasting time right now worrying about something that you don't know how it's going to play out? And therefore, you're already living in that mindset of comparing yourself to other people because like, oh, once I land that, I'll show them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's never like that. Trust me, I've been like, oh, yeah, once I book this thing, like I'm going to feel like this. And it's it's not. It's all the same. Everything's the same. Yeah, like all the accomplishments, it's really because you're trying to prove to someone else. Because it means something to somebody else that's Mm -hmm. the thing it doesn't mean that much to you so once you get it and you realize this is not how I thought I would feel it's because you're chasing somebody else like what you see on social media again and you admire what other people are doing then you actually do it and you copy them you're like oh it's not as great it's because you didn't really care about that in the first place and also with like the whole like fake it till you make it thing I don't really love that saying either but I think we can like twist it in a way where it's like find the one thing that you're actually really confident in for us it's use humor to connect with people <laughs> we all think we're actually really funny we're probably not even that funny but what is your point where we confident <laughs> okay, in okay, that sorry. or not sorry sorry okay <laughs> Just find like, you know, the one thing that you're confident in. I think focus on that and really remember that, remind yourself of that and know that you have that to offer. Mm -hmm. I think the other things kind of start falling into place. It's so hard to think of confidence in this broad term and to be like, I want to be more confident, you know, like that's such a big task. And it's hard to say like, oh, you're confident and you're not because it's like an in-between thing. Right. But then I think if you're like, you know what, I'm really good at communicating with people And you're just like, you believe in that. And that is a really good starting point and like finding other good things that come out of it. And oh my God, I'm also this thing. And I'm also this thing. And that kind of starts to cultivate like a better understanding of yourself and also like an appreciation of yourself. My journey with like acting too is like, I wasn't that pretty, but I wasn't super quirky either. And like, you know, I try to cut my hair and give bangs so I look quirkier because I'm like not super hot. But then I finally was like, you know what? I just look the way I look. I'm just who I am and just kind of running with it. And I feel like it's been better that You're way. You're beautiful to so, me. Fuck you. <laughs> See? See? 
Thank you, Christine. That's so sweet of you to say. It's really awkward for us to give each other compliments. All three of us, yeah. Christine, I think you're really good at like... um, (laughs) (laughs) Why is there hesitation? I think you're a really good communicator. Like, I think you're really good at getting things out of people. I think you're really easy to talk to. I mean, thank you so much. No, but thank you. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. It takes a little bit to allow myself to accept that. I don't, do you guys feel that way? Where you actually have to like turn off the sarcastic yeah. part oh, of you? It takes yeah. so much energy to turn off the sarcasm. I don't. Sometimes I honestly don't know how to do it. It just flows. Yeah, especially in situations like that. It's like you actually have to chip at that wall. Yeah, yeah <laughs> to be like, okay. Uh, yeah, thank yeah. you. To me, both of you guys Okay, fine. You guys are hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. So funny. And I admire you both. And you guys bring out the best version of me, which is snipey, sarcastic, and just... Anyways. You said amazing. I said amazing. I said amazing. And I have confidence in myself to say amazing. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yes. You're amazing. Thank you. I accept that. So, Amy, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram at Amy Akuda, Twitter at Amy Akuda. Where can they watch Atypical? On Netflix, please. Yay. Yay! Netflix. We'll make sure to link all of Amy's social below. Amy, thank you so, so much for being our guest today. We had so much fun talking to you. You really do bring out the best in the both of us. <sighs> Thanks for the having snarky. me. Did you have a good time? <laughs> I did. I had a really good time. I was wondering like when you guys were going to ask me to do this. So... I guess I was like your like 17th guest, but it's fine. Actually, you were one of the first people on our list. (laughs) So thank you guys again for listening to another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. If you feel like a friend can benefit from this talk that we had about confidence, feel free to pass it along. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can get new episodes of Perfectly Imperfect every Tuesday. And don't forget to give us a rating and review because we love reading all of your comments. And we'll see you guys next week. You won't see them. Oh, oh god. Hate you. Okay, without Amy cuz we're this is the last time we'll ever have her on our show. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot unhear that. <gasps> Should do it again. No. Oh, that's all you get. Okay, you get one again. shot. Bye. bye. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. bye.